0: Please pray with me. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was formless and void, and darkness covered the face of the deep. These are the opening words of the Bible, and for me, I think this is kind of a frightening way to begin. It is unsettling to contemplate the idea of the void, or nothingness, complete darkness. And then there is the deep. This is confusion and disturbance, like the wild crashing of waves. Is that what is at the bottom of everything we think? Surging, shapeless, chaos, meaninglessness, the void? Is the world and civilization just a a thin veneer, A masquerade hiding the horrible truth of existence from us? Perhaps in our darker, more pessimistic moods, we may suspect that this is so. Whenever we encounter something difficult or scary, whenever our sense of control over our own lives slips a bit, we catch a glimpse of the deep. We might be tempted to think at last the truth of things. I was only fooling myself and thinking that life is a safe place for me. And consider the events of this week. We've always taken for granted this stability of our nation, the peaceful transition of power, our democratic process, And yet, suddenly, it all seemed so much more vulnerable. The forces of chaos seemed poised to overwhelm the peace and stability of our nation, or at least what we like to think of as the peace and stability of our nation. If you're like me, seeing the nation's capital stormed by what looked like hordes of barbarians, was a shock. We think of our nation as so strong, so powerful, and impenetrable, and suddenly it feels like all of that is unraveling. We're anxious about the future. With the global pandemic raging and with social and political turmoil all about us, whether it's the current civil unrest about the election or the race riots that happened all over the country over the summer, the thin veneer of civilization feels like it's peeling back. The illusion of security and stability crumbling and the dark primordial chaos looming on the horizon once again. And yet here in the beginning as recounted by Genesis. A wind from God swept over the waters. The Spirit of God hovered over the deep. God spoke and the darkness fled. Out of the formless and void, God made order, light and dark, day and night, the regularity of time It's a reminder that everything that was made, everything that is ordered and good was at one time formless and void. Order emerged out of chaos, beauty from ugliness, peace from disorder. This is kind of how creation works. Think about it for a moment. If you want to redesign your home, It's going to get a lot messier before it gets better. If you want to carve a statue or paint a picture, there will no doubt be that awkward stage when no one quite knows what they are looking at. And what about growth in our own lives? Isn't it true that in order to grow and develop, we need to struggle with conflict? Isn't that how it always works in, in novels and in movies, right? Without conflict, what do you have? No story. It isn't pleasant. We would prefer not to. But without it, we would simply remain as we are. We wouldn't grow. Now, growth out of such turmoil isn't inevitable. There's always the chance that our struggles can break us, that we can crack under the burden, that they can leave us worse than they found us. And yet there is also an opportunity for growth and improvement if we use our suffering rightly. God's spirit can visit us in the chaos. God can speak to us and bring forth something new and good. Things don't have to remain dark and void. We can find light, meaning, and creation. We tend to do all that we can to avoid conflict, to avoid messiness, to avoid confronting the dark and the void. Of course we do. Really, who wants to go there? Who wants to face that? Who wants to experience that or suffer that? We prefer to be comfortable and happy. Of course. But what if life isn't primarily about our comfort and happiness, but about growth and meaning? We may have to willingly embrace some messiness and disorder. We may have to endure the painful, confusing, and disorienting process of change. We may have to live with uncertainty and instability. There was a man named John. He had a difficult message for his nation. It was one of repentance. He said, we will never grow We will never become the people that God wants us to be unless we turn back and confront the void, until we stop pretending everything is fine and face up to the fact that we actually have a lot of growing to do, a lot of painful restoration, unless we admit that we need a new beginning, that we need to be born again a second time. So John called the people to a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Can you see this similarity between this symbolic action and the act of creation? Baptism is a call to enter the deep, to be immersed once again in the waters of creation, We have to pass through those waters before we can become new. And baptism isn't just a one-time event either. Rather, in that ritual, we commit to a lifetime of repentance. We make the choice, accepting the call of our baptism, to confront the chaos and the void and allow God to make us a new creation. Just like in the beginning, the spirit of God hovers over the waters and God speaks something new into being. He says, this is my son, this is my child, the beloved in whom I'm well pleased. And Stepping into those waters, stepping into the deep is terrifying, but we don't go alone. Christ goes down into those waters with us. Jesus had no need of repentance himself. He had no darkness or sin in himself to confront, but he entered the conflict for our sake. He came down from heaven to join us in the painful struggle of creation, of death and rebirth, of growth, and repentance. In all our suffering and struggle, we can be sure that he is beside us, that we are joined to him, that we will rise again and live through the power of his indestructible life. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.